So you are listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. But Bria, this is a special episode. It's a totally different episode. It's an AMA. I'm Bria Grant. (laughs) And I'm Mallory O'Mara. (laughs) And we're doing this AMA. It's an Ask Me Anything. We had a challenge to reach 600 reviews on our iTunes. We reached that and you all asked a bunch of questions and we're going to answer them. So Yeah, so we finally hit 600 reviews. Thank you so much. So our special reward for for you folks for getting us there was that we would do an AMA and we pulled out a bunch of really cool questions that people submitted on social media and we answered all of them. Yep. So first question is from Allison Waters. What are Bria's top three favorite sci-fi series? Oh, man. this I, I'm really bad at favorites. Yes. This is a problem for me. When people are like, what's your favorite horror movie? I'm like, there's no favorite. They're all my children. <laughs> uh, like, I just like, I don't, I can't choose favorites because I can usually say like, what was your favorite last year is really helpful. Mm. But um, I'm going to answer this, Allison, because you asked it and we agreed to this. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bria. A lot of mine are weirdly like, probably comics. So I was going to say That's Saga is, um, it's a good sci-fi, but it is a comic. Um, the Passage Trilogy, it's uh, something I really liked. But then I was like, is that horror or is it sci-fi? It's a little bit mixture of both. It's both by Justin Cronin. Yeah, it's so good. Um, they just made a TV series, which I haven't started watching With yet. With fucking Zach from Saved by the Bell. Uh, Mark, Mark Gosler. I know, but he's Zach from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I like to imagine that he is the same character. One of my first acting gigs was uh, in a TV show with him. Is he uh, nice? Uh, I, I was too scared to talk to him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I am a Saved by the—I am 37, so I'm the exact age that you should be for a Saved by the Bell. Oh, I watch Saved by the Bell all the time. Yeah, it, I watch it twice after school every day. I was a Jesse. Oh, still, you were a Jesse? I still am a Jesse. I wanted to be either a Kelly Kabowski or a Turtle. She was pretty cool. Yeah, she was really I cool. liked her clothes. Yeah, I was going to say, she had really good clothes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, The Passage, uh, which I should watch. I don't know. My friend just asked me if I had watched it, but um, I should see if she watched it. And then I, I think my favorite of all time, if I really had to think about it, would be William Gibson's Bridge Trilogy, which mm-hmm. is Virtual Light, Adoro, and All Tomorrow's Parties. Um, I think they're really brilliantly written. It's like kind of fun, early, cyberpunkish stuff it's about a world in which um it's just sort of it's post, it's not post apocalyptic but it's like just a different futuristic sort of world mm-hmm. and um they've taken the people living in it have taken over a i think it's the golden gate bridge and they all live on it um like there's no traffic passing through it's like oh. just people living on it now huh. and it's just it's a real really great it really made me that's why it's called the bridge trilogy mm-hmm. i get it now <laughs> and and then they what william gibson does so brilliantly is that he takes stories and he starts telling three different stories and then somehow the stories all become related and you never know how that's going to happen but it's so brilliant um i i just i just love that trilogy i think it's genius cool and then uh rhiannon asks if you could interview any author alive or dead who would it be also i just want to say when i was looking putting in my answers bria's answers to these made me laugh really hard (laughs) bria who what's what author would you interview okay I was thinking bell hooks, but I might be too nervous. So I think I don't know if I could do it. I I think I'd be too nervous. That's, that that is real. There's a bunch of authors that I would am too nervous to talk yeah, to. Yeah, in college I saw her speak, and I remember, and it was a very small group of us watching her speak. And I remember thinking like she has kind of a high pitched voice, which I didn't expect, and I also have kind of a high pitched voice. And so I was like, wow, I talk like bell hooks. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna go say something. And then I was like, what do I say? And then I never said anything to her. Oh, yeah. I think I got her to sign some stuff. It's though. it's it's really it's you, you get really nervous. Yeah. Um, also, maybe someone from the Bible to ask them if what's real and what isn't. Like, I love did this happen? Bria shows up in biblical times with a fucking PowerPoint, and she's like, "All right, somebody tell me." Somebody tell me. I made a list. Burned. 
Did this bush actually burn? You don't understand check, that reference. Check mark all these things that happened. Who found this baby in the in the river? Here's a scantron. I want you to fill this out with a number two pencil and tell me all the things that are real and what's not. Did this woman turn into a pillar of salt or not? Because I need to know. What? Um. Yeah. Bible references. Bible references. I'm gonna, we're going to do an episode on the Bible. We are going to do I'm going to have to read the Bible. It's gonna okay, and then my last one, I had a lot for some reason, uh, was um, maybe Howard Zinn. Um, he's one of the few authors that when he died, I actually did cry because I feel like he changed the way I saw everything. He's the reason I ended up studying American history. Um, I think he just kind of changed the way I saw the world yeah. um, in a lot of ways. Um, who would you interview? Shirley fucking Jackson. Of course. Of course. She is my queen. But Shirley Jackson and I would have so much fun because she had lots of cats. Mm. She likes to make cocktails. Yeah. She likes to write horror stories. Are you sure you're not just Shirley Jackson Maybe. like reincarnated? We both have glasses. Which, <laughs> I mean, every, you Do know, you think if you get reincarnated, you regardless have bad eyes with every version? You always have. Maybe your soul. Your soul has glasses. <laughs> if I was a ghost, my ghost would have glasses. It would just be a pair of floating glasses yes. like going along. People oh, going, no. I mean, oh, my ghost would have glasses. Your ghost would have glasses. But I could just be glasses. You're just a pair of floating I am glasses. Gla- I am glasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's always that thing where like people people will say I look like someone, and I'm like, is it that? Is it just because that person has glasses? And they're like, oh, maybe. Do you? When did you start wearing glasses? When I I needed glasses for a very long time, but I didn't start wearing them all the time until I was like 16. Oh, I've been wearing glasses since third grade. I needed glasses <laughs> that early, but, but it's really part of your identity. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm like the opposite of Superman. If I took my glasses off, you would be like, who's that? Who's that loud lady? <laughs> uh, yeah, it would. I think me and Shirley Jackson would have the perfect day together because we just like the same things. I would make her a cocktail, and we would talk about witch shit, and mm-hmm. we would like look look at our cats. We would be best. We would be BFFs. She has like a bunch of kids, though. Yeah, whatever. They weren't. They're not there. No, I mean they would just be like some but, of them. Are, one of them's still alive. Yeah, I know. I saw him. Remember when we went to go see- Oh, yeah, we both saw him together. I forgot about that. We went to go see the adaptation of We Have Always Lived in the Castle, which is fucking amazing. And Shirley Jackson's son was there, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So Kelly Berg asks, if you could live inside the universe of any book or series, which one would you choose? What would you choose, Miller? Oh, Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials. A, I want a Damon really bad, which is basically, I mean, Lula, my cat, is basically my Damon, but she can't talk. That's what I want to Like, uh-huh. I want Lula, Lula to be able to talk and, like, give me advice on things. That's what I need. Yeah. And also- What kind of advice would she give you? She would just, like, help me with writing. That's what I imagine. Because <laughs> she's always on my so desk. Not why, Nothing, like, more, like, bigger than that? Not, like, you know- What's bigger than that? Like, hey, like, you know, the universe is a vast <laughs> place. And, like, I don't know. Maybe Lula I don't worry about the more. universe. Okay. That's right. fine. I'm a, I don't it's, I don't believe- I, You remember that I did not get raised with religion, so I don't think about stuff like Got that. It. It's Got not it. something I spend time on. I spend time thinking about my cats. Okay. That's what, <laughs> that's what I think about. What a glorious about. life. <laughs> That's what occupies my mind. So being able to talk to Lula would be amazing. And also just like I could go hang out with the armored bears, which is really that's mm-hmm. Iorc Burnison is my dad. Mm-hmm. So that's I would just love it. There's witches. It would it would be a great time. Yeah. What about you, Bria? Well, I, this is a hard question because like, am I me in the series or am I? Okay, so we can live in the universe of any book series. Am I me or am I one of the characters? Because I want to live in Harry Potter, but I want to be a fucking muggle. How? Bu- what a fucking bummer would that be if you like, get like a wish? That would be like the mean genie. And you're like, what's your mm-hmm. one wish? I want to be in the world of Harry Potter. And you get there and you're just a fucking muggle. You're a muggle and you don't get to go and you just have to live on, in that, that man's house. You have to house live your same life. With your but- uncle, with that weird <laughs> uncle. And like, you're just like, I'm one of the bratty kids. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a bratty kid. I think you, if you get to choose to be in whatever series, you get to choose to be who you are. So uh, I think it would be cooler if you were. Bria, but you were magic Bria. Yeah, yeah. 
You were I, that's just Bria. my goal in life is to be magic a, Bria. a magic Bria. A magic. Or a sci-fi, sci-fi Bria. Wait, do you know that I'm not a Hufflepuff and I thought I was? That is bullshit. You are such a Hufflepuff. No, I'm a Gryffindor. Real? Oh, I guess I can kind of My, my see friend that. Cassandra, she heard me as talking about it and she was like, you're not a Hufflepuff. And I was like, I'm is not. Is Cassandra a Hufflepuff? Yeah. And she was, I and I, so then I was like, I think I am. And I went and took the quiz again because I remembered wrong. And I was like, no, she was like, I am. Oh, I guess you are very brave. I'm very brave. You are very brave. <laughs> it's the number one quality I would describe with me. No, I don't think I'm very brave. I think you are. I just am, uh, uh, I make a lot of rash decisions, but that doesn't make me brave. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're very bold. Oh, I am. I am bold, but you're I think bold. sometimes it's just rashness. That's fine. Rashity. That's fine. Rashity. I'm still a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw through and through. I'm always a Ravenclaw whenever I take tests. Maybe I'm a Ravenclaw. I think I'm a Gryffindor. Now I'm confused. Oh, no. Now we've th- been thrown into I'm confusion. I'm not a Slytherin until I know. No. Because people who are Slytherin are very proud of that, and I yeah. feel like I Alan's remember. a Slytherin. I thought he was a Ravenclaw, then I was very shocked. What is the Ravenclaw thing? Uh, it's Books. Books and, 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 and like wisdom. And, and that's not me. all right so eve wants to know if you were going to be sworn into office what book would you swear on i said this made me laugh so hard i said cunt by inga musio (laughs) just kidding i don't know something on my kindle but in the in the document that we have it says i don't know but it would be on my kindle in all (laughs) something something on my kindle yeah Yeah. i would bring i'd be the first it would be on all of the books if it was on your kindle Be like every sci-fi book i've ever read and the ghost of them that live on my kindle because they've been returned to the library um but the covers (laughs) are still there um but i just like the idea of bringing a kindle into the White House, I assume I'm becoming uh, president in this. Yes. Uh, like, is bringing that into the White House and then Amazing. getting sworn in to be that. What would you, what would you? Bad Feminist by Roxane oh, Gay. Uh, it was the book that really, like, gave me my wokening. Uh, and it really showed me, like, that I needed to get with feminism and learn about it and teach myself about it and not be a garbage person. So if I was ended up running for office, which I would never fucking do, I'd be a terrible politician. Uh, my political career would have been started at that moment. So I would swear on Rock Tank. Um, side note, side note, side note. Um, if, if, uh, Anybody listens to Gabby Dunn's podcast, she does a great interview with Roxane Gay um, about being a writer and how hard it is to be a writer and how most writers have day jobs. Early on in the podcast called um, the podcast is called Bad With Money. And man, Roxane Gay really such a smart, smart lady who has a lot of cool things to say. And I just learned so much about her. It was a really good interview. Anyway, she's fantastic. She's a national I literally just listened to that. So, um, And then Sarah, want, one of our beloved Sarahs, wants to know, uh, if you could choose any book to get married with, what would you choose? We what, got kind of confused by what, this. What is... What is the... I think this means, like, this is besides the Bible. Like... To get married with, or am I marrying a book? I think we could choose, we could try both. But I'm when marrying you get, I've never been married, Josh, and I don't know anything about... we're marrying a book. I think when you get... Because when you get married, they have a Bible, right? No. I don't know anything about Bibles or marriage, so... No, they don't They don't have a Bible. Okay. I mean, maybe for some people, but you read stuff from the Bible if it's a Christian wedding, um, but... Cause, so, I, I, Alan and I would definitely get married with Catching the Big Fish by David Lynch. Sure. Which is also <laughs> probably the book that I would marry. So it answers both questions? questions. Yes, it's fa- I didn't understand this question, so I didn't think about it as much as I should have. Sorry, Sarah. Um, okay, so if I was to get married, what book would I get married... Like, would we read from... Maybe All About Love by Bell Hooks. Oh, there you go. Um, and if I was going to marry a book, I would want something really long. Like a... <laughs> like a <laughs> For what reason? So I wouldn't get bored with it. Not what you're thinking. <laughs> no. Like, I just was like, it's kind of like a desert island question. 
Yeah, you know, but like if anybody's like, what would you take to a desert island? Like no the longest, that... like uh, the longest series that's ever run. You know, like that's what I want. And so I don't. But get what bored. if it's bad? Then you're just stuck with a long bad well, book. I would take something I haven't read before. Oh, okay. But something like I would. So you would take the you would marry the passage by Justin Cronin. Those are, are very long books. Yeah, can really? I take the whole series? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you now go. I'm like really sneaking. And where am I going? I'm just getting married. Yeah. Who, I guess the book. Does the book care if I read other books? Is this know. a jealous book? <laughs> You're gonna, Ooh, I'm going to pick com- a not jealous book. Hold on. Like a book about non-monogamy or something, and then I can read whatever I want. Uh, doesn't Cameron Hurley have a polyamory in her books? Maybe. There's definitely been books I've read about it, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. But that's what I would choose. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we are going to answer more questions after a break. We're back. So Kelsey Sarah wants to know, what book character meant the most to you when you were a child? Bria, what do you think? I mean, as a teen, I was a big um, Salinger fan, so I was all about Holden Caulfield because I was like, he's so cool. He lives outside of the system. Like, he is. He sees everyone as phonies. You know, like that. I was really into it. But as a kid, I'd go Shel Silverstein um, was a big one. I did a live reading uh, in a play of a Shel Silverstein poem called Invention. Do you want to hear me do it? Because yes. I think I can still do it from memory. Okay. Okay, because... I've done it. I've done it. Guess what I have done? Invented a light bulb that plugs into the sun. The bulb is strong enough and the cord is long enough. No, the bulb is strong enough and the sun is bright enough, but there's just, I gave it away. But just, there's just one problem. The cord ain't long enough. Uh, <laughs> that was, and I did that live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Beginning of my acting career. Um, but I also love Benicula, which I think explains so much about me. It does. It really uh, does. I have a Benicula shirt. You gave me. Yep. You, when be, I, you are Benicula. When I wear that Benicula shirt, People want to talk to me about it. It is a very popular shirt. <laughs> it's a good shirt. Uh, what about you? What as a kid? What did you like? Uh, probably all the characters from Lord of the Rings. I was really Lord of the Rings was my first obsession. Wait, and how old are you talking to me as a kid? I started reading Lord of the Rings when I was like nine. That's very young. Yes, too young. I know. I <laughs> that also explains a lot about me. Yeah, uh, I was. It was so. It was the perfect escape for me because I did not grow up in a super happy house. Uh, sad divorce house so i like just would like go into lord of the rings and i was obsessed and in the hobbit too i was obsessed with the elves i was obsessed with i was a big legolas person yeah so when the movies came out when i was 11 like my bedroom was basically wall my side of a bedroom was basically wallpapered in pictures of legolas i slept under a legolas blanket i had slept on top of the guy who plays Legolas, orlando bloom oh yeah yeah. i slept on a legolas pillow yeah i used to wear my elf ears to school can you believe i've ever had sex with anyone (laughs) and i was just so obsessed with lord of the rings it's all i want to do is like live in lord of the rings world like one of the i wanted to like live in rivendell i wanted to be an elf i was obsessed with all of the elves is it because they get to live forever no, I think it was because they're good at riding horses and they were very handsome. Are and you I've, good at riding horses? Yes, actually, weirdly enough. Okay. That seems um, not on brand for you. I know. It's very strange. <laughs> um, I think it was, and I was like, I always had a lot of eating disorder issues. So like elves were thin oh, and yeah. they had pointy ears, which I'm still would love to have some pointy ears. Really? I was just you all about elves. Glasses. What? You have pointy glasses. <laughs> Maybe that's why you have pointy glasses. It's because all these years you just wanted to be an elf and you're like, anything pointy. Just put it on. You yeah, do have point. pointy things. You sometimes have pointy nails. Yeah. Sometimes you I have. I do like pointy things. You, you do like pointy things. Maybe that's it. You're trying to channel those <laughs> that ears. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> all right. And Kelsey Porritt wants to know, what books do you remember the most were the most formative for you as children? Bria, what do you think? Um, I loved Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. So the BFG and the Twits, um, again, Benicula, 
just like really weird stuff, like the weird stuff. And I don't know if that was my mother's choosing or my choosing, but that was the stuff that I really liked. There's this book called The Stinky Cheese Man. I Loved remember that. that book. Loved that book. Very good. Also, yeah, you said the stories from Wayside School. Sideways Stories from Wayside School. That loved was a big one. Um, and I loved Choose Your Own Adventures. Yep. Those were, I loved those. What I would do is I would go and I would read to the end of the page and then I'd put my finger where it was and I'd go forward and see what both the choices ended up as and then I'd pick the one I liked better. That's hilarious. Because I cheat. I'm a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, is amazing. And then I was texting my mom about this question because I was like, what books did did I remember as a child? And she was a child and she was as a children, as a child. And she was like, I still know the words to Goodnight Moon. Which is really cute. And I do really, still when I see Goodnight Moon, it like gives me a calm feeling. You're like, she's time for bed. Yeah, she's also said that one time uh, she got, we were in church and she got in trouble for letting me read Shel Silverstein while the preacher was preaching. That's amazing. Which I think is really funny. Also, she would let me bring little tiny animals. I'm getting her in trouble now. Little tiny plastic animals into church. And I would sit on the ground and make up plays while the preacher was preaching, which seems not what you're supposed to do in the church. you know you're asking the wrong It was person. really boring for like a kid. I don't know what happens when you're in church. Yeah, there's a, they preach and it's kind of, it can be really boring. It was a Baptist church, so it was kind of, you know, a little dull. No offense that's, to Baptists. It just was, that's for a five-year-old, it's like That's when hard. they dunk you in the water. They have uh, like full immersion. Bab- I was fully immersed. Every time? Immersed. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like you go, you think... You go to church every week, and they if dunk a, you under the water every time. It's a Baptist church. They baptize you. Just once. Just when you Then sh- why do you have to keep going? <laughs> you go, and you learn more about what you're supposed to be doing. It's just like listening to this podcast. You just learn more every time you go about Jesus church or is a ba- Church is like a live podcast? Church is a live podcast With if Jesus. you really think about it. But Jesus is attends. Oh, wow. <laughs> and That's then at the cool. end, sometimes people get dunked underwater. But they only did that at my church- they didn't do it every week, and then there's some churches that do it in a lake. We didn't have that kind of church, like in the summer, and um, and then sometimes you get to eat the blood and the body of Christ. Wow, it is. Isn't it? He gonna run out? You, no, no, that's the whole point. It's like the bread and fishes; he never he, runs out. If you no, eat never enough Jesus, we'll do Bible crackers. <laughs> they eventually, there's not no Jesus left, right? Um, no, no, no. He's always he can always give more. That's like kind of the whole thing. Jesus oh, wow. is a supernatural being. Really? Yes, he's uh, essentially not. He's not oh, only. I just, forgot he has powers. Yeah, he's got all sorts of powers. Wow. All sorts of powers. Mallory, what book did you like most as a child? Uh, so all those. Clearly I was, not the Bible. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> I was. I really liked the Sideways Stories from Wayside School. Um, those are back so now, good. I wonder. Have you revisited those? No, but I should. I would like to to see like how they hold up. You rem- I remember. This, I remember so many of them. I remember the one with the guy who had an ear on the top of his head and he could hear people's thoughts. Oh, I don't remember that. And then you remember the one with the kid got a tattoo of a potato? God, I don't remember that either. Yeah. I just remember that it's on a floor. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a like. A floor. Yes. And there's something about going out the window, but I don't yep. remember. That, that, that might have been the one with the, the, she, the teacher was was evil and was going to throw the baby out the that's window. That's right. Maybe she had the ear right. on top of her head and she heard the thoughts of, the pure thoughts of the baby and decided not to throw it out the window. I truly don't remember it. I, I, yeah, I remember all. I love them so much. Uh, also, the, probably the most formative for looking back at my life now is the Goosebumps books. Oh, nice. I'm a little oh, too old for Goosebumps. I love them so much. I read so many of them, and they really made me love cheesy horror. Like, mm-hmm. I still have one of them. Um, yeah, so probably Goosebumps. 
I um when I worked at a library in high school, that was a big section was the goosebump section, and it was always messy because the kids would come in and grab them and like make make a big mess of them. But I was a little too old to to read uh, them. But I wish I would have been around for that era because it seems like a really they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rosalyn wants to know what's in your purse. So we're gonna we're gonna do a, a purse dump post when this video goes up. If like we, it's like a, I, every time we do one of these, people want to see just to do a purse dump. So we're gonna you take a picture of you like take all the stuff out of your purse and put it down on something on like the floor or something, and you take a picture of it. So we're gonna do that when this episode comes. But out. we don't want to say what's. Well, no, it? yeah, no, you say it. Okay, yours is just fucking is okay. A <laughs> lot of trash, Tra- big old bag trash, of trash, trash, trash. Journal. I always have like a little journal or something to write on. Um, I have this bag that I keep like. I have one of those, too. I have, like, a bag of... A bag in your bag. Yes. Yeah, it's good. I it, have one of those. It's got in there lipstick, several kinds, a tampon, Zantac. Ooh, I need the Zantac. Right now. <laughs> right now, I need it. Um, uh, a bag of tea, Aleve. Um, I like to fill these Aleve bottles with all sorts of things, like Pepto and Aleve and Tylenol, so I never know what it, the fuck is up what in it's, this it's thing. An, it's adult chow. It is. It is. Um... What else is in my purse? So many snacks. I don't even want to talk to you about the number, but I just came from a thing, so I filled it with snacks. Brie, but yeah, your purse is always filled with snacks. It's a little embarrassing. Headphones. Um, but also, I've spilled a bunch of Zantac at the bottom of, of the bag I was looking at when I was writing this. It was just like Zantac spilled all throughout the bottom. That's amazing. Uh, so my pur- in my purse, I always have a book. Uh, yeah, about my that. sunglasses, my wallet, my keys with my Twin Peaks uh, keychain, uh, headphones, Phone charger, and then I have my little bag in a bag which has like lip balm, hair tie, tampons, fifteen million pounds of ibuprofen because I take ibuprofen all the time, uh, and then my phone, and so many. So I m- like if I don't stop myself, I just like collect hair ties mm-hmm. and lip balms. Oh yeah, mine's more like pens and receipts. Oh pens, I do have some pens, receipts, lots of receipts. I I don't know why I won't just throw those away. Throw them away, Bria. So we're going to answer more questions after a quick break. So Eric wants to know, if your life was a narrative, what voice actor would you want or think would be picked to read it for an audiobook? Bria, who would you pick? I think Amber Benson. Yeah. She's experienced. She's really good. We're similar ages. Uh, she would have more gravitas than I would give it if I did it, if did my did my own uh, audiobook. Like, she feel like she has a little bit more seriousness to her, which maybe I need sometimes. So I, I don't know. I thought about this quite a bit, but I I actually don't know that many. I want someone who's experienced to doing audiobooks. Yeah. Is what I started thinking about because I was yeah. like, I could be like, you know, Madonna. But then it's like, I, what would Madonna know about talking about audiobooks? I wonder if is there a book about Madonna? Did Madonna do? I wonder if Madonna would do her own book. I don't know. Do you think she does that? I don't know. She's just like taking milk baths somewhere and like, ah. <laughs> and then coming up with new dance routines. Uh, that's all Madonna does. She I literally don't know anything about Madonna ba- from the last she 15 years. She takes milk back, baths and dances. Yeah. Sometimes at the same time. Uh, what about you? If your life was a narrative, which it is, uh, what would it be? This is, yeah, this one's sort of a trick question because my book has a lot of memoir aspects and I read the audiobook. So, right, right, right. And we specifically had me read the audiobook because it was too, it was just like, it's so me. And it literally, like, I make, I swear a lot and I make bad jokes and it's just like, so I would just have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Which is, which is fine. I, I don't know. I guess if I had to pick a voice actor, it'd have to be someone like really sarcastic and snarky. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking like the weirdest voice actor. Oh, we're going to 
to talk about Mallory now. like David Lynch. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh. That was your David Lynch voice you just said. I only have one voice. That's your voice for everybody? Yeah. Do or no, you, uh, that's, not, that's, that's, not, that's not true. Alan gets really mad because I have an uh, impersonation voice that I always do to impersonate him, but it has nothing to do. It's, it's like this. It, like, <laughs> not, that's not what He's Alan Bane? sounds like at all. <laughs> And I, he gets really, it's like an evil surfer man. Ooh, important question. Do you have a different voice for each of your cats? No. Uh, mm, I imagine they all would have different voices, but I don't do different voices for them. <laughs> Does that make sense? Sure. Feels disrespectful. <laughs> wow, okay. Like Baratheon would be like Barry White. Okay, but you don't do it? No, Lula would be like Aub- Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. Sailor would be Nicolas Cage. Wow. Okay. Uh... Logan would be Brandon Lee, even though he's not alive anymore. So, well, he, maybe he's living in the cat. That would make it cool because Logan's very goth and whiny. We call my, him the vampire. My my dog is just Eeyore. Yes. We just do Eeyore uh-huh. over and over for her. And Malachi would Are be like Malachi from Children of the Corn. Yeah. Malachi, we never do his voice too weird for some reason. But for, for my dog, we're always like, you're going to leave me now. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave me. <laughs> Which is really funny. Because <laughs> if you see her, that's exactly what yes, she looks like. That's 100%. Uh, and then last question. Matt Keener wants to know, what other podcasts would you feel qualified to host, real or imagined? Bria, oh, man. of course. Okay. My first thought is snack podcast. But the problem Snapcast. with me is that it'd be like a snack podcast that only I would listen to because I have such specific dietary requirements. You know like, what? That's the whole point of a podcast. I don't eat you would dairy. Find I don't eat gluten. I don't eat soy sauce. Like, like I have such weird dietary Maybe there are a lot of other people out there like that and they're looking for snacks. It's specific, but I mean, yeah. That's I mean, what podcasts are. But I would be willing to, I, I envision it like this. I sit down with the, with a group of snacks. I think the opening, uh, like the opening theme of the song is just crinkling. What do you call a group of snacks? Wait, what like, is the plural the, for snacks? Yeah, it's just the, snacks. No, like the, what do you call the, like, you know, when you, like a, a, a ta- collective noun. Collective like a, noun, yeah. Like a flight of snacks? Yeah, like a flight of snacks. Yeah. <laughs> they're all I on would a sit down with a flight of snacks. I would crinkle them around. I would talk about what they are, where they're from, and then I would give a sample, and then I would describe it to people. Like, we don't have 100% the exact same dietary requirements, but I like all the snacks that I, you have good taste in snacks. Oh, thanks. Um, also, dog review podcast. I love that you're reviewing the dogs. I'm also reviewing you're like, the snacks. You're like the, the you're like the podcast you, version of We Rate Dogs. You yeah. You bring out your dog. I'm gonna give it a review. <laughs> here's here's what I think of your dog. Your dog. You know, but I feel like they're all gonna be like it, it is like We Rate Dogs because I'm gonna give them all like above a ten. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a thirteen out of ten. But <laughs> I would want I would do a, a thorough review of the dog. Um, I think I also. What I really would be qualified to do, unfortunately, is to, like, do a movie podcast. Unfortunately. Or, or to do an acting podcast. Yeah. I could actually really do an acting podcast. I've thought about it. I just, like, don't want to. <laughs> Watch, oh, this it. is going to bite me in the ass. I like guesting on people's shows and talking about that yeah. stuff. But because that's, like, so much of my life, it's hard. It, like, this podcast is fun because I feel like it's, like, I know some things about books. I don't know that much, so I learn a lot every week. Mm-hmm. I can talk about my the books I'm reading, but they don't have anything to do with, like, the thing that I use to make money for the most part. You know what I mean? I know. You've, you've combined business with pleasure at this point. Oh, God. <laughs> and I feel like that's the nice thing about having a podcast is I don't listen to that many, don't get mad, friends, but I don't get listen to that many movie podcasts. No, I don't either. Oh, and I don't listen to that many pop culture podcasts because I'm just like, that's no, sort of what know. my life is and I have those conversations anyway. Yeah. Um, 
What about you? What podcast would you host? Just like you, I could definitely do a movie podcast. Uh, but on the same way, I like guesting on movie podcasts. Yeah. Like, uh, my friend Ryan has a podcast called Rank and Vile that I've been on. Mm-hmm. And I will listen to that sometimes because it's just like, oh, it's my friend Ryan. I'm listening to them talk about horror movies. Uh, and I could do a writing podcast. Um, but I don't want to do that. Again, that's like my job. Yeah, so I'd be more interested in a Twin Peaks podcast, which I was our friends, um, Ron and Tom over yeah. at Damn Fine Podcast. I was on that podcast like three or four times and I had the best time ever. Um, so anything I'm a big fan of. So I could do a monster podcast, oh, yeah. cocktail podcast, mm-hmm. David Lynch podcast, Tom Waits podcast. <laughs> Obviously could do a cat podcast. Straight up cat review? We could do a we could do an, a spinoff where we review each a cat and well, a we dog. Don't put them in the same room because we're not cruel. Yeah, we're not stupid. Uh, but we could do yeah, we could be each in a separate room and you get a dog and I get a cat. And, and literally it's it. just going, That's a good cat. Yeah, I'd be like cute cat. Good. Good, good. ears. Good cat. It's Remember just us <laughs> looking at a cat, but there's not that much talking. Nope. Nope. We'd just be like, This is really cute. Good tail. Into it. Yeah. That's a, it would just be anything that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's hard to do the thing is you have to be really for us people don't realize like how much work a podcast is so for us we really like books and that's what makes we us able to make reading glasses but we already work we already are like writers and movie and filmmakers like i would just have to do that even more i mean i'm impressed because a lot of people i know who are in the film industry do do podcasts about that stuff too like um uh i just saw joe lynch the other day and i was like oh right he does like a movie podcast which i've been on a few times i uh or Cargill does a writing podcast now, yeah, um, which I really enjoy, and I'm glad these people do these ones because I love hearing like professionals from the industry. Yeah. I listen to one called Script Notes, which is like just about writers and like uh, professional writers, and it's like it's super helpful for me, especially. I mean, I am a writer; I get paid to write stuff, but I feel like there's so much I can learn from people who've been doing yeah. it for 15 years, 20 years, 25 years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but I. Yeah, I think, which is why I'm like, I could do an acting one. I've been making a living as an actor for, you know, over 10 years at this point. But I don't know. Part of me is like, would anybody listen to that? But I guess people do listen to them because I listen to the, all the writing ones. Yeah. I feel like it's like that with anybody. Like oh, the way to get somebody to talk is like, yeah, everyone can talk about work. But then you find like the one thing you're obsessed with. Yeah. And like like the first time I met Lance Henriksen, uh He's like, oh, yeah, we can talk about my role in Alien, but he, Lance Henriksen really wants to talk about is the pottery that he does. And that's what he'll talk to you I'm about for, like, four pottery. hours. <laughs> yeah. So you just, like, find the thing. Like, that's, like, I will talk about writing in books forever, but you want to talk to me about Twin Peaks? Sit the fuck down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Take forever. Take a seat. You're not going anywhere for the next four hours. Hell, yeah. That's what I want to do. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone, for... Uh, Getting us to 600 reviews. We're really excited. Uh, we're on our way to 700. We will do something else at 700. Uh, it really, really, we, I know we talk about it every week, uh, but it really makes a big difference for us. And like when people look to maybe like potentially be a guest on Reading Glasses, one of the first things people look at is like how many reviews they have. And now they're like, oh, damn, Reading Glasses is 600 reviews and mm-hmm. like it's almost a five star rating. I should be on this podcast because a lot of people like it. So it really, really makes a difference for us. And I, it takes 30 seconds if you're on, if you use iTunes and this is all for the U S apparently we have iTunes reviews in other countries, but we can't see them. Oh, someone take a screenshot and let us see it. Canadian iTunes users, please let us know how we're doing. And Australian, cause I know we have some, yeah. fun, we have Australian listeners. Yeah. We should have made Sean look while he was in Australia. Ah, oh, you could have looked missed opportunity. in Australia. Sean, yeah. if you did a podcast, what would you do? Yeah. I wouldn't do a podcast. <laughs> I would I would just be recording it. Well, what if you had to do one? Uh, 
Probably you could, you cooking. Could, yeah, you could yeah, you do with food. Fermenting with Sean. Fermenting with Sean. Yeah. <laughs> This made me blow snot out my nose. Yep, <laughs> Fermenting that, that's, with Sean yeah. is really funny. Because <laughs> yeah. it sounds like you're you're mad for some reason. <laughs> uh, fermenting with Sean. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yep, about that's that. The one. Potential. It's coming out soon. Because <laughs> he read he's reading that. I fermenting know. Book. I know. And I, Andy also ferments things. I know. For me, I would listen to Fermenting with Sean. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> so thank you all. Um, for listening, if you want to find us, you can you, you want to email us, you can uh, email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Reading G Podcast, on Instagram at Reading Glasses Podcast. And you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag Reading Glasses Podcast. You can follow along on our 2019 Reader Challenge with hashtag Reading Glasses Challenge. And thank you for listening. And thank you for, for reading. reading. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.